Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 3117. It's Spinner Sunday, which usually means that we're talking about comic books or short stories on this episode, but also on Sundays we end up talking about High Republic stuff from time to time, so we're kind of melding that along with a What to Watch Now concept, which usually happens on Saturdays, because we never did talk about the High Republic Holiday Spectacular episode on YouTube hosted by Christina Ariel, and there's some interesting Phase 2 related stuff in there, so yeah, let's talk about it, shall we? Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the way that this particular holiday spectacular broke down was a little bit different from how Christina Ariel usually structures the High Republic show episodes. And by the way, great opening song from Christina. <laughs> the Deck the Halls variation with all the High Republic stuff was nice. Well done. And after that, the episode begins with a discussion of phase two materials that have been put out and the order in which you should read them, which is a little bit different from what they usually do with High Republic shows where we get a recap of what's happened with the events of the High Republic since the last time that there was a High Republic show episode. So we didn't get that, but we did get a suggested reading order, which is starting with The Quest for the Hidden City by George Mann. That would be the middle grade novel. And then going to Path of Deceit by Tessa Grattan and Justina Ireland. Of course, that was the novel released first, but the suggested reading order apparently puts that second. Followed by Convergence by Zorata Cordova. And then the High Republic Adventures comic series, and then the High Republic comic series. Now, based on that set of stories, we're clearly only talking about Wave 1 of Phase 1, but there are some stories in Wave 1 that are not mentioned in that reading order situation. Those are the Tales of Enlightenment stories from George Mann and Star Wars Insider magazine. And in full admission, I have not read the High Republic or the High Republic Adventures comics for Phase 2 yet, so I don't necessarily have a great sense of this, but I think it's fair to say that the Tales of Enlightenment stories that have been in Insider so far are best read before the Battle of Jeddah because they take place before the Battle of Jeddah, and I think it's probably safe to read them after the comics because those short stories take place in a very self-contained space in Jeddah, and yes, there is some storytelling that happens about events that happen off Jeddah, but I would say the way that it leads into the Battle of Jeddah, you're best left reading them as your last thing prior to going into the Battle of Jeddah if you're deciding to read everything period paragraph. So that right there is really the most major divergence from the usual High Republic show format. From there they go to a beyond the page segment which is their behind the scenes situation and they have interviews with Dark Horse Comics editors who are talking about the High Republic Adventures as it shows up in Dark Horse and their experiences with Star Wars and so on and so forth. There's also a brief little tip of the hat to Hyperspace Stories which replaces Star Wars Adventures. That was the IDW title and of course High Republic Adventures was also the High Republic Adventures with IDW too. But now of course it's the same thing with Dark Horse. So there's a lovely conversation that happens there. And then we move into a roundtable conversation which is another staple 
example of High Republic shows. Always a very cool thing. Zoraida Cordova is part of this one. Charles Sewell is a part of this one. And the third person is a new face, first timer for any of these High Republic shows, so hopefully I'll get the pronunciation right. Emily Julien, who is an editor at Lucasfilm Publishing. Now, from this roundtable discussion, here are a few things that jumped out at me. First of all, Emily talks about how the structure of these phases of the High Republic are very much in line with the Skywalker saga in that you can consider phase one like the original trilogy and then phase two going back in time like the prequel trilogy does and then that presumably means that phase three is going forward in time to you know similarly replicate the idea of the sequel trilogy but what we don't necessarily know is how much farther forward in time phase three will be from phase one that has not been answered yet and I have a feeling we're not going to know the answer answer to that until, well, I don't know, maybe Star Wars Celebration in three short months. There's also a great bit from Zoretta Cordova where she talks about how Star Wars is essentially one big love story and about how love and hope are intertwined. And I really resonate <laughs> with that particularly. And she also talks about how, and I think, you know, we're in spoiler territory now, but I think we can be in spoiler territory safely. Axel Greylark, who is the son of one of the chancellors of the Republic in this era, is also actively collaborating with the path of the open hand and connected specifically directly to the mother and the mother has been encouraging axel to kind of scratch the itch that he has with the tragic death of his father and the implication that the jedi were involved in this and the mother basically wants to stoke that fire into the chaos that axel Greylark claims to love and have all of his efforts directed against the Jedi, which is certainly what the mother wants to do. And Charles Sewell talks about the Blade, which is his limited series detailing the backstory of Porter Engel. And he talks about how you know, readers have expectations for who this character is and that we find him in phase one dealing with sort of the you know, traumatic effects of his lifetime. And his job, Charles Sewell's job is, is to you know tell a story about Porter Engel that will you know kind of give you an idea as to what he's been through that might lead him to be the person that we see in phase one however his job he says is also to kind of defy reader expectations and deliver a story in a way that you don't expect to get and you know explain what a situation is in a way that you wouldn't necessarily imagine and he also confirmed what's probably one of the bigger open secrets at this point which is the fact that porter engel has a sister named Barash and that Barash is actually going to be the source of the Barash vow that has been you know talked about in other Star Wars storytelling and Star Wars storytelling by Charles Sewell where he's talked about actively trying to seed previous storytelling all the way back to the second series of Darth Vader in I think 2017 it was where he first mentioned the Barash vow about you know going and cutting yourself off from the force and whatnot and so yes the sister of Porter Angle is going to be connected to the Barash vow and for whom it's named however Charles Sewell is saying that we're not necessarily going to see what happens that creates that whole situation within the blade but we are going to see or get a sense of how it could happen even if it's not shown directly 
And the last thing I'll flag for you out of that roundtable has to do with characters that the three panelists say we should keep an eye on. Marta Rowe and Axel Greylock come up with that, but Charles Sewell also mentions somebody new named General Vice. She is appearing at the end of issue two of The Blade, and according to him, she is super cool and going to be very important and somebody to keep an eye on for the future. So put that one in the back of your brain. General Vice. So the round table is done, and oh, here's another way that the episode kind of diverges from the normal pattern. There are no questions and answers in this particular episode of the High Republic show, this holiday extravaganza, but there are cover reveals for future High Republic comics and variant covers and so forth, but that's pretty much it, and I have a feeling that because the reveal situation is going to be a little bit sparse until they get to Star Wars Celebration. They're probably holding back a lot of stuff for it. So I imagine we'll get at least one more High Republic show and maybe two prior to Celebration London. And the Battle of Jeddah will obviously be talked about for the first one. Maybe they will get together folks like Lydia Kang and George Mann and Tessa Gratton, or I'm sorry, and Kevin Scott for the discussion for, say, the March episode, because that'll be soon before the beginning of Wave 2, but I imagine they're probably not going to be able to say much in March either, because we'll be so close to Celebration at that point, too. Anyway, that's what I've got for you on highlights to pay attention to for that holiday extravaganza (laughs) that they put out, and a link to the video, the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com and in the show notes as well if you want to check out it. It's also shorter than some of their episodes. It's only 21 minutes long, basically, so yeah, it goes pretty quick, and it's as entertaining as it usually is too. So that's what I've got for you on today's episode of the podcast. And it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.